from the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors with your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Bill George. Hi. Good morning. Are Thank you, you so now? much for joining us. Yeah, I'm on. Hour number two of the Big and Wild Outdoors. Bring Gun, John Swindle, Bill George. Yeah, go. We're all here today hanging out with you. Last hour was a little, uh, a little off my chest. It's all good. Coming up this hour, we're going to be talking with John Harris. He's got an auction coming up with some really cool, uh, really cool goodies on it. Uh, one thing... I wanted to show it to Jonathan because I I thought, dude, how I don't you, need to see that. No, I know you don't because you're a tractory kind of guy, thing kind of stuff. But now get this: he has in this auction coming up, he has a wheelhouse, the the wheelhouse off the top of a tugboat. Oh no! You know, with the little balcony yeah. out in the front and the windows all around it, and it goes up and sits right yes, on the ground. Yes, my neighbor has one as a deer stand. That's what he said. He goes, can you think, dude, is that like the ultimate? Look at this thing. Good weather, is it, is you go not, out. Is that my, the ultimate deer my stand? My neighbor, the neighboring property <laughs> next to the two-story <laughs> house, he has that exact thing set up. It's down in the corner. As a deer blind. Is that not awesome? Man, you can have air conditioning, a heater, you can put a bunk in there, you can you you Hook never up have to satellite leave. Satellite TV. Sure, you never have to leave. Why not? But anyway, he's gonna be calling in a little bit later on. He's got uh, an auction coming up here pretty soon. Uh, this time, why does his name sound so familiar? He had a ranch uh, I can't remember. I'll have to ask him what it was. Foy? Mr. Foy? Yeah. Do you remember him? Yeah. Mr. Foy? Uh, his place, I guess, is apparently uh, he's getting rid of a bunch of stuff oh, out there. Oh, man. Up there off of, uh, is it 301? It's not mm-hmm. 301, is it? Yeah. Was it? They're up in that area. Over there by not the far same from Mr. the old Foy Dallas. I'm thinking about. The old, from the old Dallas Bull? Yeah. Been there forever? Yeah. Uh, anyway, we'll be talking to him a little bit later on and all that kind of good stuff. But a few things I wanted to get through real quick. Uh, Bill George, of course, got me all fired up last hour over the whole deal. Gator season's uh, here in no, full I swing. No, I think Krispy Kreme got you fired up. We just no. got you pointed in the right direction. So Gator season's all fired up. Did you get our order? I did. Okay. I did. I, I, and it should minute. be there today. Okay, thank you. Because I literally had eight people coming in last minute scrambling, Look, especially for them big, nasty, whatever huge monster should, hooks I you have. I should have uh, – uh, Order delivered to G5 today. <laughs> what are those ones? Are they like the 14? What are those? The 20, the really big ones, yeah. the 20s. Yeah, that seems to be getting to be a very popular item these days. Yeah. I well, think uh, for the boys who are going out for the big, 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 big ears. I see something uh, right there that would be a great hunting buggy. Dude, would that yeah. not be awesome? No. I would love to have that. But so gator season's underway. My boy uh, Mikey, Mike Pasquale. He uh, called me out looking for a duck boat or a mud boat, and uh, I pointed him in a few directions, and he finally found one. So he got one that was, uh, uh, I think it's called a mud butt, mud butt, mud boat, mud butt, mud boat. 
Yeah, that sounds right. Mud, <laughs> mud, mud, mud. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. So, uh, or at least that might be. No, I think that's just the name of the boat. I'm sorry. It's a Blackwater. Or Backwater? Backwater. Backwater? I'm trying to zoom hey, in listen. on it. Backwater. So it's got the, you know, the colder uh, air-cooled uh, hookah jigger on the back. And uh, he's going to go out there. And uh, he said he got tags for uh, his tags are in a lake. Are in uh, Lake and Manatee counties, so that's where he's a been. lake in Manatee. County? No, he said are in Lake and Manatee counties. Okay, so can I don't know if it's county tags. Can or I just say there's can only I, one. Can I say what I said to you earlier? What, there's uh, only one. Lake can I say it? Vince, if you're listening, I made a few phone calls after last week with you and Bill making the uh, comment about the uh, big uh, whack fest we're going to have in Bluntstown, Hog and Gator Fest. Yeah. So let's just say that game on. There's a few places in the works right now. Good. So well. that's awesome, man. So uh, he's going to be all ready to go. I don't know if he wanted to give out some advice on uh, Lake and Manatee counties. I mean, there is only really one lake in Manatee County, but you can't hunt that under a Manatee County tag. So he got to do what? Go to some uh, Jimmy Johnson's uh, flag pond out there in the middle of the 40? The, the thing is, in Manatee County, Lake Manatee is a designated hunt unit, okay? They have tags for it. So with a Manatee County tag, you can hunt anywhere but there. <laughs> you can't hunt in a what? state park or within See? so many feet of emergent vegetation, which... What is emergent vegetation? Is a growing grass? Is a lily pad emergent vegetation? Is a tussed emergent vegetation? It, it, you know, I, it all depends on what the. And what were we just talking about in the last hour about keep it simple, stupid? Yeah, that does make it a lot easier when you uh, <clears throat> kind of. So, but Lake County, there's quite a few places in Lake County to go. I, and I've got a question about that. With these count what. Why can't we have a tag basis where it's like he said about Missouri and like kind of how we do the doe permits and stuff like that to where they just go through and say county by county, okay, not specified areas, but Hillsborough County's got 50 tags. Polk County's got 150 tags. There, Here's got, and you can hunt the whole county. In a, in a recent Without meeting, a designated lake, you mean? Well, well there's not. There, the we're taking this many alligators out of this county, period. It doesn't matter if we take them off the golf course or, or here. Yeah. Okay. Or, I, I, I'm part of an alligator technical group that mm -hmm. the FWC has, and that is one thing that is being discussed is going to more regional and or state-based tag. Um and not being so specific as to you can have this unit, that unit. Yeah. A lot of a lot of these units were set up because back in the day they did a survey of how many alligators were out there. And today's management goals are to stay about that same population. So if the population is going below the 1986, I don't, I, I don't remember the date off the top of my head, but 1986, if the population is going below that and it's slightly below, you, you have a certain percentage of alligators you can take off. If you turn around and start going even lower, yeah. you can end up with that area closed. And so they're using the, the data from 
a comparison as to what they did in that time frame. And they have, if you go back to the way the the actual rules are that allow a hunt to be set up, they have to be set up within certain guidelines. And as far as the management goals, and they have to be doing surveys. So if they're not doing surveys on it, technically it's like, can I run a hunt on it? Yeah. So, I but try, I do want I, to talk I, about hunts. I look at it this way. It's just as easy for Jonathan and I to pull up next to the lake and go, there ain't no damn gators out here. Let's go. Let's go to a different lake. Yeah. And you leave. Yeah. And uh, you don't have to do an assessment. There was my assessment right there. there. Ain't no gators on this. Let's get in a truck. Let's go try out down on Lake uh, Benny Johnson. Let's go down there. Okay. Oh, well, there's gators all over here. Let's get get get, get, get. If you still want to hunt alligators, there's a way you can and still get a tag. We'll talk about it when we come back. Oh, that was break. a question I was asked, too. All right, we're going to take a break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Brought to you by our good friends over at Brandon Ford. Go visit Brooksy over there today. Jonathan did this past week. Somebody he was hanging out with walked out of there with a nice brand-new truck. It's all right there for you. We'll be back. Lower. Welcome back. <laughs> Big Wild Outdoors. Braden, Jonathan, Bill, George, and Diego hanging out with you this morning. Talking a little bit about uh, alligator. Of course, alligator season. Uh, everybody's all geared up, ready to go. People are uh, scrambling last minute. Braden's just all like jacked up year. on Krispy Kremes. Yeah. And uh, everybody's getting out there to get her done and go get some big old uh, big stinky lizards. It's all pretty cool. A lot of folks out there. Question that was asked to me it was the same one that you just brought up. That uh, is there still going to be an opportunity for anybody like now? Is it too late for me to register or too late for me to get anything? No, it is not too late for you to get anything. Obviously, all the decent stuff. Well, I say decent. It, it, that's that's a relative term. It all depends on what it is you're looking to do. There's tags that are up there, mostly all in those northern counties where you can go, so I'm going to try and pick up some Calhoun County tags just because Jonathan says we might be able to have a place to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have to have a great place. I just need a place that has some alligators. You yeah, know? that's right. I've heard, I've heard uh, I talked to somebody at FWC and some of the places like on the river there that, that borders Calhoun County, um, does not have a lot of alligators. You would think it does, but it just doesn't have a lot of alligators in it. Does it get too cold? I but mean, it just it no, pushes them interior? Or, or? It, I think they're mostly up in the creeks and some other areas there. Warmer but, waters, muddier bottoms, that kind of thing? But but there are some tags left. I'm sure there's some St. John's County tags and some of those other tags up there. Um that you can go and still get. Yeah. And and right now you have till July 14th to put in for the phase 3 tags, okay. okay? In the phase 3 you can list a certain number of tags that you're interested in getting and I you should be able to get if you wanted up to 5 sets of tags. Uh, I will put in for for some stuff there and see if we can't get them for me. 
I have already gotten a license. So for me to get additional two tags, it's going to be $69, you know, for me to get an extra two tags. Um, now, are these but, tags that are left over from lakes that people didn't use or they didn't go out? or no, they're, they're left over from people didn't apply. There was even in the first round, you know, people talk about not being able to get tags. In the first round, there was hunts that zero people even applied for. Zero. Okay. So, and how do you find out about these, Bill George? Shush. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, it, and I'm one who looks at the numbers a lot, and and you know, when do when who applies? Where do they apply? What order do they apply? Hey, that's social science. I'm following what people do, okay, or desire to do, and it's I, I tell opinion. people all the time. <laughs> If you want to apply and you're putting, <laughs> let's say, a county tag as your last resort because you just want to make sure you get a county tag, mm -hmm. don't put week one. Week one is the first thing to go, even in a county tag. Put week four. That says, I just want to hunt. Okay? That's put a good week idea. three. I just want to hunt. Well, and I was going to mention that there are, there are lakes – like the one we discussed during the break, uh, gentleman acquired some property. There's two lakes on it. Nobody's been on it for years. Nobody goes out there. All this stuff. Eighty billion cars drive by it every day. Just totally million uh, clueless, clueless of what's living out there. And he said there are literally it's like flaccid dinosaurs Listen. living in this thing, and they're out there just frolicking and having I, babies. I would, and <laughs> you can't mess with me. I, yeah. I, have, I have an idea hidden for that gems, place. Hidden gems all over the place that are like that. So instead of specifically going out there, like turning uh, Lake Hancock into Boca Grand Pass during tarpon season, uh, I always tell people, I said, dude, if you get a last resort and you got friends and family and you know a lot of people, if you're a guy who – you know, sus, uh, uh, works on septic tanks out in the middle of nowhere. Don't be that guy. Go, hey, well, you got any gators living in that pond back there? And they're like, oh, man, we got two 12-footers living back. You know, would you mind if I got a county tag if I came down here and, and pull one out of there? Heck no, get it out of here. It keeps eating my damn cows, you know, or well, whatever. Well, and that's my whole thing with, like, what I was asking Bill earlier. Why don't they go to a system where it's for the county, period, More county for, a, tags? for a body of water in that county, because that's, well, they're working on it. That's like all of us. We all have those friends. I mean, we all have those friends. And like, even for me, especially with our family, we're cattle ranchers. So I mean, if we have a county tag for Polk County, then it and it's it. calving season, and a ten footer shows up in one of the ponds, the, um, kaboom! There, there is a lot of things being you know potentially looked at. You know, all day alligator hunting is another one. He's working on it, man. Is is some stuff, and and there's a lot of things in the works. Well, you know, I got my boy Michael. Uh, I'm not gonna say his last name, but you know, he's one of those gyrocopter guys. And you talk to him, you know, because they only fly like 200 feet above the ground and see everything, dude. The stuff he sees out there flying around, and I'm like, D next time, take a GPS with you. Just beep, mark that spot. Beep, mark that spot. <laughs> Beep, mark that spot. Well, you know, when it comes to gator season, because, you know, they're laying out there. But I'm telling you, the biggest alligator I've ever seen in my life, I told you, I was in a helicopter. I'm flying up to Tallahassee, hanging out the door. And this sucker was laid across this pond, and there was four feet of him sticking out of either side in the middle of nowhere. Nowhere. This gator had to be 12, 13 foot. Well. Easily. 
You think so? Oh, dude. If you Listen. saw him that big from uh, 300 feet, he was huge. Well, huge. in talking with Dylan from G5, I do believe the date that we're looking at to do another alligator seminar is going to be July 17th. Good. And so at that point in time, if you want to know a lot more about alligator units or or different things and maybe look for some advice on where to go in some areas uh, you know what I, to do I, what we'll, not we'll to try do and help you, we'll try and help you out come on in it's easy when you're face to face so tentatively right now i need to put uh, the final polishes on that but it's looking like july 17th that'll be good that'll that way uh, you can get some really good advice like i remember mike's first year you know, oh, yeah. off 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 near his property, there's that footbridge not too far away, and there was a twelve or yeah. so footer there. And his plan was to go down with that. What was that hook? A twenty twenty odd yeah. hook. <laughs> he was going to go down there with a twenty odd hook, hook this bad boy up, tie it to the bridge, <laughs> and try and, and hold on to him, <laughs> and, and try to and try to bring it in. We looked at him and went, "Good luck." Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a bad idea. We yeah. don't we don't want you to end up on uh, News Channel Eight. You know, being the uh, you know, guy who got tangled up or bit in half or whatever it is. So, well, um, guys go out there with a plan, and sometimes, I mean, I sit there, I try to help, and I listen to what they're going to do and what they're going to do, and then they talk amongst themselves. Well, I got this, and we'll do this, and we'll do that, and I go, well, first off, that's illegal. So you can't do that, and you can't do this. So you're gonna have to do this and do it that way. And it's always you got one guy shaking his head, going, "Man, don't, man, we're not gonna, you know, whatever." I'm like, okay. Let's let's not forget that the alligator falls under that little federal thing, you know. It's it's yeah. a state hunt, but you know that's they got federal <laughs> regulations. So it's kind of like when you come in and go, "Hey man, you guys got any uh, guns over here to kill a red red tail hawk?" Uh, dude, I don't know anything about that. I didn't hear what you just said. <laughs> that's a federal fence, sir. You might not want to do that. Or well, kill my chickens. Well, uh, if you want to still go right. get tags, you can. MyFWC.com, you can go to limited entry hunts, go to look at the gator t- gator stuff. There's a place where you can see how many tags are left for each county, and you can go out there and, and take a look at that. Um, but what are you looking at him for? No, it's just telling him that we got to make a phone call during the break. Go ahead, oh, keep okay. going, blah, blah, blah. So, so and, and as I said, out there going to be making uh, a drop-off over there at G5 with some uh, gator equipment here. Thank the good Lord. Well, it helped if they send it to the email address. Well, that, it would help if you wouldn't spend every waking hour up in Pennsylvania. Well, I was up there for a little bit of time. Oh, you're going to be up there turkey hunting, going to do my stuff up there. It's gator season, Bill George. Yeah, I'll be back in a week. Me, son of a... Man, but the... But but I will tell you, and I'm taking the other guy who makes the gear with me. This is this is the thing. There's there's certain things right now in the supply chain that are harder to get than anything. Hi, hi. Yeah, we know. We tried to get. You met the choir. Hi, choir number one. We tried to get some of it for you because first year base, first year base, first year tenor. Yeah, sure. You're preaching the choir. Believe it or not, the wooden poles that we use to make the harpoon poles out of. Finding straight harpoon poles is dang near impossible. Really? Yes. Maybe you got to switch over to and some fiberglass. the price is way up. Oh, yeah. Yep. So, of course. So if you can find them, and I've gone into so many different stores, and I, I'll take every one of their, their dowel rods, lay them on the floor, roll each one. Oh, you're that guy. And then 
it's like, okay. Well, I don't think you want a wonky there, <laughs> And I'm walking out with three. Because <laughs> there's three yeah. that don't go around corners. Maybe you should go back to the old school, man. Go get you, find you some bamboo at Mrs. Uh, Jenkins' place. Lightweight, you may have to. Lightweight floats, you know, get I out there. I don't want lightweight. You're trying to drive a dart through the height of an alligator. Well, lightweight either, is not your friend. You're either going to drive the, the thing in there or you're going to pole vault over the top of it. So it's all good. <laughs> Ba-wing over the side so. of it. You know what? When we talk to John Harris, I hear that he might have some lumber out here on his thing. He's got some big old uh, power poles. Maybe you can put them on a uh, lathe. He just, he's, he got a lath, he's got a wood lath, and there you yeah, go. Get Problem a lathe, solved. Get a lathe out there and start making some poles. I, I have oh, really me. considered getting a planer that has the, the bits to make a pole because of how hard it is to find I don't that Hey, poles. there's so many things, people that I know, especially with those guys up there with the timber and everything else that are buying sawmills and the little portable sawmills and everything else just for that reason. Just, I mean, people that are building houses and additions and stuff like that, that it's cheaper for them to buy one of those portable sawmills and go out and actually harvest some of the timber themselves and cut it themselves and do everything themselves than going and buying the lumber. Yeah, you could probably thin out some of these pine trees and, that are behind the radio station. And my brother's looking at doing that with somebody else buying one of those. Mm-hmm. So. Very nice. Well, so there's a solution. Don't worry about there it. There is a solution. Or go to steel. Get some rebar. Put it on there, man. Put that dart on the end of that rebar. Oh, we're done playing now. Now, yeah. Now you got to do some Weld it drop, on. Drop it on him. <laughs> then you got to whoop it. Now he's too. thinking about it. <laughs> Polished rebar. That'd be awesome. Big welder. Hey, hey there you go. Three-quarter inch galvanized pipe. <laughs> go for it, man. This is going to hurt. <laughs> All right, we got to take a break. When we get back, hopefully we'll be talking with John Harris. Of course, Harris Auctions. He's got a big auction coming up here. He's got some crazy stuff on this one. That man finds the craziest things to give away or, or sell out there. It's crazy, I'm telling you. All right, we're going to take a fast break. We're in the Big and Wild Outdoors. We'll be right back. other song we ever come back to let's do that crashing sound that we have in the background is that what it is no i don't know uh welcome back everybody it's the big and wild outdoors Braden, jonathan uh bill george and uh diego uh we are trying to get a hold of uh john well we want to talk to him uh oh wait oh oh, oh wait we have the, we have the phones on in here oh that's good why do they do that every single week i think shriner does it on purpose Go ahead, talk, Bill George. I'll just go ahead and mess with this while you're doing it. Well, I turn around. I, I just want to let people know we talked about the gator tags being being. Uh, you can still get some that that application period ends on six fourteen, but the key thing is a lot of people right now. Deer season is the last thing on your mind in the state of Florida, 
And if you turn around July thirty first, yeah, but but that's when the, but, but, the deer season starts down south. But if you want to get drawn in any of FWC's deer hunts for get the on wildlife it. management areas, six fifteen is the deadline yep. for applying for those. So that's that's coming up very quickly. You know, we we always say if you want to hunt here. We got to turn around and, and plan in advance. So you got to do that. Go to hunts, myfwc.com, limited entry hunts. Apply if you want to hunt deer on anything decent in Florida. Yeah. Well, yeah, decent as. We'll see. John, are you there? Are you turned up or do I have to Mr. hit the button? Harris. Do I have to do anything? Do I have to do anything in here? You got to uh, do something. Uh, my question, Johnny, you there? What? Good oh, morning. He's yeah. there. There we go. Hey, there he is, Mr. Jabberjaw. What are you doing? I'm just sitting here listening to all the politics, and, you know, I see that the guys I knew as a kid that were gator hunters, they probably couldn't apply online to anything <laughs> to get a well, permit. Well, you know, that's like the old guys that you meet every once in a while that still go out and uh, catch tarpon to eat them. Permits I mean, are for quitters. That's, that's pretty, it's a pretty limited pool anymore these days, but... Uh, you got an auction that's going to be coming up here pretty soon, uh, and uh, we've been uh, perusing it during the breaks, of course, and uh, we're trying to figure out where we can put the uh, tugboat wheelhouse on Jonathan's property for a deer stand. Oh, I got yeah, that problem solved. That'd be awesome. Well, now this one, this one's coming up. It was it was a Mister Foy that's that's selling off all this stuff? Is that who it is? Yeah, Charlie Foy. He has yeah. operated this recycling yard for 30 years and it, it, it's off of 41 not 301 but um easily confused it's south county um he's been there and and you know he um you know sold the property and called us and said look i need to get rid of everything and like like every yard like that you have a lot of equipment and we've got forklifts and several of them and excavator and wheel loaders and things like that generators and all the other stuff that goes into a yard like that that we're going to be selling but also over the years he's a little bit of a collector and he's grabbed a few things that came in that were kind of interesting and one of them is that wheelhouse and some other odds and ends that are kind of a kind of unique so that that'll be part of the sale and that and that's something that struck me is you know I've been to junkyards, and there's times in which something loaded onto a trailer that didn't come in, you know, and left and, and whatnot. But I can't imagine what has caught his eye over the years and and said, ah, we're going to hold on to that. I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but I'm going to Put this in the special section. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you got to have a special eye for that and him doing it for almost, what, 40-something, almost 50 years out there doing it? Yeah, that? he's been out there. He's been there at that location 30 years, but he's – He's a very capable guy, and he's you know he sees a lot of things. He doesn't do vehicles other than big trucks, and there's like in this sale there's like twenty diesel engines, and they're all different you know Detroit yeah. Cummins and so on and so forth that are part of you know what you'd go buy to a salvage yard or a junkyard. But the, yeah, they, they they he does a lot of demolitions for factories and businesses like that, machine shops, and you know most of the stuff gets scrapped and totally recycled, but occasionally things like you know a wheelhouse. Yeah. Or he's got a he's got a um, um, an actual cockpit from a Lark V military transport. What? The, what? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, it, yeah. It, when you see it, you'll see what I'm talking. It looks like something that'd be go right on top of a mud buggy. It's like a you know a tank top or something. But that's you know what well, he's speak, done. And yep. Speaking of mud buggies, he does have one out there for sale. Is yeah, that the Cadillac? 
Yep, yep, that's his actually, and and he's not done anything with it in a few years. The the overtaker they call it, nineteen seventy four Cadillac hearse on, you know, that big chassis with the six point uh, six BT Cummins motor. Yeah, it's basically a giant monster truck. I mean, uh, yeah. the overtaker. That's right. But you know, the thing I was looking down through the list, and I, half of this stuff I don't even know what the heck it is. But somebody would look at it and go, "Oh, uh, I really." I need that. As as a normal guy, I'm looking around here and I'm just looking. Okay, skeet throwers, <laughs> well, which I, yeah, that's I, what they that's what they were. They yeah. were skeet throwers. I'm well, not sure, but, <laughs> yeah. but I mean skeet throwers. I mean I could do go with that. Uh, John Deere uh, pressure washer, electric pressure washer out there. I don't know how many people don't want that, uh, but a lot of engines. I know a lot of guys who, um, especially when it comes to diesel engines. Uh, some people are converting over their old ones, going back to the old school diesel engines where you don't have to put in that. What is it? What the is chips? It? Yeah. No, not the chips. The that depth. What's that? The blue depth. Yeah, the uh, uh, the uh, liquid yeah. you got to put in there for that. You, you, so you can you can have a tank full of diesel, but you won't go. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you know you got all these uh, diesel engines out there. Uh, even a 453 Detroit, and I mean, there's a bunch of nice. Yeah, there's a lot there. of marine engines there too, marine and I engines, mean, these, yeah. are, these are salvage engines, and some of them are running. And it's funny because Charlie can walk along and point to the ones. That's a running one that we came out of a truck. This one right here, this one's bad, and we've marked them all that way to say, you know, whether they're running or not. But again, cool. this is a, this is an auction, and uh, you know, there's some great bargains there. The the neat part is the unique items, and that's uh, that's what we're here for. Very nice. And, yeah, yeah. And and that's one thing I can say as a person who has purchased from one of Mr. Harris's auctions. <laughs> the folks are very honest and they won't give you the oh yeah, it runs great. Sure, it's take perfect. It. Take yeah, it. You'll be fine. Uh Jonathan, you gonna go get the egg incubator? Yeah. <laughs> you want one of those? You can raise some chickens out there. How about yeah, you, Bill George? You're doing the gator egg thing. Well, I, you want maybe, the you want the egg incubator out there? They got I, one of those out there. I got we may do some turkeys or something at some point. Dude, that'd be yeah. awesome. Let some turkeys go. But uh, where can I go and check out the same list that I'm looking at here that you gave to me? HarrisAuctionsLLC.com. Okay. My name, what I do, LLC.com, and there's a list and about 200 pictures. There's a 1,000 items in this auction. It's going to be a long day on the 26th, and I'm sure it's going to be nice and cool with low humidity and no chance of rain. Let's hope. So, yeah. 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 So it's uh, starting at 9 o'clock on the 26th, and going to be a all-day affair, a lot of stuff. Yeah, well, I know you got, uh, if, if people are looking for, like, containers, if you're going to, yeah. uh, if you want to store hay in it or build yourself a little cabin out on the property somewhere mm-hmm. or uh, store feed or whatever it is to get out there, uh, those little containers are pretty easy to come by when you get out there. But uh, fertilizer attachments, if you need all that kind of stuff, you got hydraulic wheel dollies, you've got... Uh, uh, scissor lifts, uh, I mean, all kinds of stuff. And you mentioned the uh, the uh, the heavy equipment that you got out there. There's some big stuff out there. I don't know what this, what I would use a uh, Clark Michelin 273C wheel loader for, oh. but I want it. Well, there you what, go. What would you not use I, it for? He has an alligator in there. What? Where? He has an alligator. I don't see an alligator in here. Go to it. Find the alligator. Well, uh, on the webpage. I got the flyer. I don't have the webpage. Yeah. <laughs> I got, I'm looking at the flyer, caterpillar, a container handler, all that kind of no, good stuff. I mean, there's I all see, kinds of big stuff. I in see here. a picture of a very large bull 
that yep. I don't, I, I, and at the feet of the bull is an alligator. But oh, that's, that's, that bull is a barbecue grill. Is that metal what bar- that is? That, that bull is full size, too. It's neat. That's the kind of stuff that's out there. But, yeah, Charlie's a unique collector. But all that equipment is what they use daily. The crane and the loaders and the excavators and the, the container handlers, forklifts, that's what they use on that six and a half acres of concrete. Well, so there that, you go. That, that's not salvage. That's actually the tools of the business. That's why we're there. The salvage and things that are there are kind of making it interesting. So, uh-huh. yeah. What are you looking at over there? You're aha. I, I see a big roller. <laughs> <laughs> there's a couple of those. There's, there's ro- yeah. I, mean, I mean, if you go down the list here, I don't even know if this is a complete list because no, they got everything no, from no. Uh, nylon ropes to braided ropes to pallets to tarps to braided rope to cable steel slings. Uh, I mean, if you need rope, chain boxes, any of that. I mean, dude, it's everything you could think of's got there. And like yeah, I said, the, the, kind of the things that you know that I noticed. There's some old tractors. Uh, generators that are functional, uh, the big tires for the tractors and the big equipment, things like that, plumbing supplies, rigging equipment, that, that's that's the things that people work with every day and use, so it's all got to go, too. It's going to go absolute. Don't forget that. Yeah, it is. Well, there's uh, if hurricane season's here, so there's a Generac uh, GTS 550 system transfer with box. Yeah. Uh, there's a Generac. There's generators out there, 17Ks. Dude, that yeah, there's 150kW, the big one. The big wow, nice. Too, so hook that up and uh, power your neighbors. Yeah, yeah you power you your neighbors and only charge them 50 <laughs> bucks a day. Yeah. yeah. You can have electricity, sure. Make a little money off uh, Duke Energy. You guys are done? Oh, okay, I'll just fire up my old... Well, okay. So this is going to be happening what day? On the 26th. We're going to be there on the 25th, which is Friday, the 25th, all day for a preview because there's so much stuff there. It is like the working man's Disney World, six acres of stuff, and we're going to sell every bit of it the next day on the 26th, starting at 9 a.m. Very this cool. Month. Yeah, on off of 41, off of 6123. Uh, just to give you an idea where it's at, it's right next door to East Bay Raceway, the racetrack. Right yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Well, everybody knows where that is. Can't miss that thing. Been there forever. <laughs> That's awesome. Right. Well, now, uh, if anybody, do you need to pre-register or anything or just uh, no. show up with uh, your checkbook or whatever it is you want to bring? Show up with a driver's license and, yeah, checkbook, cash card, credit card, whatever. Yeah, it's easy. It's easy, easy to fill out. Just get in line and put your hand in the air. All right, now, I, I got to ask you this one after yes. the past year. Uh, pandemic stuff, covid thing, what are you guys doing? It's outdoors. Uh, same thing you're doing, outdoors. You know, I mean, it's outdoors. That's the biggie. You know, last year we shut down for four months and didn't do anything inside. Right. Um, and now with this being, you know, the next couple auctions we do are going to be outdoors. And we're just careful. Uh, normally, if we have something that's both inside and outside, we've followed whatever, re- you know, <clears throat> excuse me, whatever requirements or uh, recommendations have been given. So uh, in this case, we're outdoors in East Bay in a junkyard. I don't know if we'll see a lot of, a lot of, hand sanitizers and masks but <laughs> people want to use that they're certainly welcome and tetanus uh, shot recommended that's what i was gonna say the only thing i would ever get from my mom or my dad if we were playing in the junkyard was did you get your you're gonna have to get a tetanus shot <laughs> yeah that's, <laughs> that's kind, of, kind of shot required here yeah there's a lot of stuff there and that's a good point that if people do come occasionally you'll see people show up in flip-flops and crocs and i wouldn't recommend it for this auction that would be a good idea to wear uh you wear your work boots or some hard sole shoes. shoes yeah yeah clothes shoes anyway yeah absolutely. john Harris, John Harris at HarrisAuctionsLLC.com. 
You can uh, go out there, check it out, look at everything that you want to get. It's coming up on Saturday, June 26th. Preview is on June 25th. That's a Friday. The auction starts promptly at 9 a.m. So get there early. Bring your checkbook. Bring your Visa, MasterCard, American Express, that titanium thing if you want to. And John will take your money, and you'll get to leave with some really cool stuff. John Harris, thank you so much for the call, man. We got to go. Appreciate thank it, man. Thank you, guys. Uh-huh. Yeah, Thanks, man. John. We'll talk to you next hour. I want to do this again. Okay? Yep. Okay, bye. All right, we're going to take a break. We're brought to you by Brandon Ford. We'll be right back. seems to be about me in this sinking chair. I, it is. We're, we're doing that on purpose. <laughs> it's the sinking chair uh, segment of the show because now you're down to floor height. And again, <laughs> you started out at the beginning of the hour way up here, and now you're way down there. Uh, if you missed it, uh, the auction uh, is coming up. I had a couple people text me during the break. I went too fast, but we were going to a break, so I had to go fast. HarrisAuctionsLLC.com. HarrisAuctionsLLC.com. Uh, you can go check out all the pictures and all the stuff. Bill George has fallen in love with a roller, apparently. And uh, you can go find something on there to fall in love with as well. Because there's uh, forklifts, dumpsters, farm implements, air compressors, pallet racking, chains, tools, rigging, plumbing supplies, diesel engines, tanks, industrial tires, tractors, trailers, pumps, generators, beams, timbers, recycling equipment, and much, much more. Oh, no, they're... There's a lot of stuff. If you go out there to that website, there's a lot of stuff. And there's some stuff out there that kind of interesting. You know, it's one of those things, uh, I don't know I don't know if it's a man thing or whatever, but as soon as you walk into a junkyard, I remember we used to go down to here to Big 3, the big truck place and stuff, and it's a you-pull-it type mm-hmm. deal, and you walk in there with your, your ratchet set, you know what you want, you go in there to get, you know, I just need an alternator for a 73 Chevy pickup. Or an alternator bracket or whatever it is. And you walk in and you go, oh. And you just start walking around going, oh, dude. I might as well get that new hood while I'm here and uh, get this while I'm here. Dude, this water pump's like brand them tires new. Right, them yeah. tires and rims right there. Yeah, I mean, next thing you know, you're walking out there with a hood with like 8,000 things piled on it. And go, how much for this? You know? And you, it's- you laugh one of the first times I went to one of those car, car you pick it places. I was leaving with a pocket full of bulbs. Say what you want. Bulbs cost more <laughs> than a lot of other things that are harder oh, to find. <laughs> or, or for that car, you know, if they don't find it, it's hard, like fuses, and things like and, that. I and mean, that's some of what I was having to deal with, you know, as I was trying to find some obscure bulbs at times. And That's and, funny. Uh, it, oh, dude. I'm, you go to was? every auto parts store and imaginable, and you walk in with it, and they you just don't even hardly make it through the door, and you hold it up, and they're like, Nope. <laughs> I think we were I think we were out at one time and my buddy Bruno uh 
found some red, uh, uh, the blue dots. Remember the blue dots you used to put in your taillights? There was some truck or something uh, that had the blue dots in it. So when you hit them, the, the, your taillights would turn magenta. You know, they went red. I didn't notice that. What? what wait, what, where were you born? Did you not drag race or anything? Remember, remember. There you go. But, you I'm know, he, he had to have them. Had to have them. I was like, well, dude, you don't even own this truck. Where he goes, I got to have them. And you know how hard it is to find, you know, real glass blue dots anymore? You can't find them anymore. Blah, blah, blah. Took them out and probably sat on a shelf for 15 or 20 years until he got his Harley. And then he had the glass blue dots to be able to drill it out and put them in. And put, so he put them in his Harley. So even though he didn't need them at the time, they were, he knew right then and there they were hard to find. So I'm getting well, them. They were like two bucks. I'm taking them. I'm out. We're, we're done. Well, I'm I'm working on food plots, and I got to turn around at, at some point and get out to the woods and and get some stuff done there too. You but and me both. I, I brought back that five foot tiller back from Pennsylvania and tilled up part of my backyard for the putting in a food plot. How much did that cost you to put into the belly of a plane? Uh. Nothing to put in the belly of a plane. Listen, more stuff has been hauled to and from <laughs> Pennsylvania than you can ever imagine. I have the, the most bizarre one was the time where I put a Jeep frame and strapped it to the top of the truck. Oh, my God. And you know what? It really wasn't bad the way I did it. The, the worst part of hauling that Jeep frame was my daughter went with me. How fast did you drive back? Standard speed? Standard speed. Well, yeah, I was just going to say, because uh, I was hoping that you wouldn't be that guy that was out there yesterday coming back from somewhere yesterday who had a box on top of his car with his flashers on in the uh, oh, no, no, far no, lane no, going no. 35 miles an hour. No, I had... I had Couldn't this, take a back road. No, got to get on I-4. I had the Jeep frame strapped to the top, and my daughter was with me, and this is all I could hear is the straps were vibrating and just drove her crazy. Crank up the radio, man. <laughs> Turn it up. Put in some earbuds. Dad, you need to sound like vibration radio. of the strap is what, what and and the tubes being the Jeep frame was hollow. Whistling. You'd get that whistle sound. <laughs> oh my god. Well you didn't hit any deer. That's a good I thing. Did not, I did not yep. <laughs> yep. All the deer moved out of the way. But well uh, uh thanks for uh Putting the bug in my daughter's ear, all she talked about the other night after dinner was, uh, so when do you think we could go to Bill George's? He said I could go out there and go hog hunting. I could go out there and go shoot a hog. Da, 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 da. So yeah. uh, now, I, so now you, you get, got her all geeked up, so when thanks. When you get back, when you get well, back, I've already we'll, told her. We'll we're going to run up there. Okay. And, uh, yeah, out in the middle of summer. Now, great. Now, the thing is, I could turn her. What do you mean, great? I could give you a boat. You and you and B could go fish out on Lake Pan, uh -huh. I could take her right across the road where we are, get her a pig. Yeah, and it'll still be hot Because if I turn around and I let you sit with her, you're going to shoot it out from underneath her again. You know what? Now, like I said. That's not true. <laughs> and uh, she's willing to come on the show and defend me for it. Okay. Yeah, because I, I brought that up in the car. I was like... Uh, maybe you should sit with Bill so that, uh, you know, I don't shoot it out underneath you that he accused me of doing. She goes, you didn't do that, Daddy. I was on the ground. I was like, you need to tell him. <laughs> you need, she goes, I'll go tell him. I go, yo, let's, you're going to come on the radio and tell him. Jonathan so gets, gets heckled about his armadillo shooting yeah. and you're going to get 
heckled about shooting a you know what? Out from I don't care. She still got to eat it, so it doesn't Listen, matter. It my, doesn't matter. I, I, doesn't matter. I, I will tell you, my dad did that in a heartbeat. It teaches you. You better be prepared. You better be ready. Yeah, you got to do that. And All's fair in love and war. Mm-hmm. All's fair in love and war. Uh, next hour, we're gonna uh, we'll get into the uh, the uh, new bear sighting that's now got the public oh, wait. on high no, alert. No, 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 it's not a sighting. It's an invasion. Oh, is it? They decided to reclaim their land. It's an invasion because they were here first, Jonathan. We're supposed to, they're they're learning to live with us. Yeah, they're 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 getting their land that back. When in the nine o'clock hour? Yeah, oh, yeah, we can do that next hour. And uh, he's got a donut back up again, so he can get like he did for the Goliath. <laughs> well, let me tell you, I, I don't know what's going on. Uh, you know, you brought those dozen Krispy Kreme donuts in there, mm-hmm. and as delicious as they are, I may be just bigger, but those donuts look like they're shrinking. Uh, what do you mean? Times are tough. The size of the donut. If you, it used to be you could barely get the donut in the size of the box. When I you're a kid, you, they all look big like that. They I mean, used it's, to be wall to wall across the box. Now, budget you cuts. Could, you could you could roll munchkins <laughs> between them. Well, maybe you can. I don't know. Hey, before we go, I did want to give a a, a hero's shout out. To uh, the FWC, I know we beat up those guys a lot some this past hour a little bit. When they bit, deserve it. When they deserve it. But uh, them and the Citrus County Sheriff's Office, um, you know, this gentleman, Mr. Taylor, was lost out in the woods for like three days. And uh, they, of course, feared the worst, but they, they found him. They got him out there. I reunited him with his family. Uh, EMTs, uh, EMS came out there, checked him out, and all that stuff said he was pretty much good to go. And so uh, it's nice that they got out there and found the guy. I, I, I mean, they do more than just, you know, hand out oh, BUIs and no, fishing they violations. They, they really yes. do. The officers out there, there's a there's so many great officers. Yeah. Um, the rank and file are not the problem. But, yeah, but, but uh, it was Citrus County Sheriff's Office, the uh, Forest Unit Service, the Florida Department of Corrections, uh, FWC, K-9 Unit, all of them are out there looking for this guy, and they, uh, they finally got him back. So. But I, I turn around. Me being me, how do you stay lost for three days if you're not hurt? Well, I mean, I, I, they said I'm he got, sorry. He got, he got, he got was apparently in some and thick not, old. And not people not thinking that maybe there's some intention. I, I, apparently, there were some thick old woods. He got out. You know, I he get turned care. around out there. You can get turned around. In three days, you could find a road. I, you know what? Three I, days. I made a bet with a kid to move down here from North Carolina, Mr. Backwoods. I've been up and down the mountains. I know I can live out there. He was a producer on our morning show for a while. Right here behind this radio station, that swamp that goes from here to the old Kmart that used to be there, I said, I bet you 500 bucks you can't make it from this radio station over to that Kmart Less than a mile. in four hours. I said, I bet you. You can't do it. I think he made it 100 yards in about an hour and came crawling back out and goes, ain't no way. Ain't no way this stuff, man. There ain't no way to get out here and get out of this thing. I said, exactly. So this gentleman getting out there, getting turned around, I don't know, he might have a little touch of dementia or something. You don't know. You know, you get to the point where you're just like, you know what, it's pretty nice out here today. I think I'm just going to sit here by this tree and just wait and let them find my butt. That's what Tom Rivers would have done. It's hot. I'm going to wait here for the rescue team. On day three, I, I swore I needed to kill that big buck because... I was getting hungry. I was getting hungry. I was getting hungry. I'm tired of chasing squirrels for nothing. All right, taking a break. Top of the hour. Three coming up right after this. It's uh, the Big and Wild Outdoors brought to you by Brandon Ford.